You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. We're going to end the week with a treat. We're going to welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Osmani for this week's Chinwag. Sadia, how are you doing today? Good morning. Um, I'm okay. I've got a wee bit of a tickly cough, and I think I had it the other day when I was doing Steve's program too. (laughs) So if you're listening... Um, so, you know, excuse me if I suddenly start coughing and splurting. So that's why I'm doing this away from you so you don't catch any of this. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sadia. I'm sure I've got something already. And also thanks for, for doing the program on Monday, which is why we didn't get a chance uh, for, for Chinwag earlier in yeah. the week. So we've moved yeah. it till today. You, you've got a great topic for our listeners today. What are you going to be talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about happiness. It's interesting. Um, uh, you know, I come up with these topics because I see something interesting. And I saw, I was looking at kind of different types of courses that are available. And uh, one thing caught my eye was the fact that there are actually happiness happiness courses. And happiness um, and coaches they, out there. That's right. Yeah, and, and they're various kind of co- courses. And they come under different names. It might be like the psychology of happiness, positive psychology, and the science of well-being. Um, when we talk about happiness, what we're really talking about, I mean, if anyone really looks what's the definition from Wikipedia and things like that, but it's basically about kind of positive and pleasant emotions, and it's about you feeling contentment or maybe intense joy, and also just having a very sort of positive outlook on your experiences and trying to kind of move on from there. So. So I suppose, yeah, the courses might be a good idea. I mean, I think they, the courses have actually been tracked back to a psychologist called Martin Seligman. He said that, and this is in the 1990s, he said that psychology should focus more on mental, not only on mental well, wellness, but just on sort of, um, on mental wellness compared to just mental illness. And then he wrote quite a few books and, and did a lot of work on this. And one result was that, you know, various happiness interventions are now taught in kind of formal classes and they're passed on by therapists and counsellors and, and they've written extensively about sort of self-help literature. So I'm not really enlisting that anyone necessarily goes on a course, but what I did look up is like this, um, some certain ways that you can find happiness. I think before I say that, I think um, this is my own personal point of view really, is that I think, you know, happiness is about trying to find, for me, this is what I'm thinking, that, you know, whichever situation you are in in your life where you may have, like, difficulties or you may have some nice things and stuff, it's about seeing those things in perspective and trying to get the best out of them. Perhaps not seeing them as something that is um, a major crisis, but just as more of a development thing for you to learn and to find out more. So, and, and maybe that creates a little bit of um, more contentment and happiness in you. And I was going to also say, if you spend your life chasing happiness as well, then you're not really mm. going to find it either. You know, it, it isn't about, you know, when I, when I get this in my life, then I will be happy. If I buy this yeah, bag yeah. or if I get this promotion or if I, uh, you know, get into this relationship or because then you're spending your time chasing and you're not really just enjoying the sure. things that you have in your life. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, one of the things that you're saying about chasing is that we're so completely um, taken over by things on social media um, because, you know, people post lots of things on Facebook. People say, oh, I'm really happy now. I did this. I did this. You see other people's achievements and then you feel like, oh, I'm not doing that. And And then also, like, you know, 
I mean, it's a well-known fact. Um, you know, advertising, branding, all sorts of things. They're all trying to make you think that this product, this thing, will make you happy. If you do this, you will be happier. So I think it's about kind of trying to understand a little bit more about basics of happiness. Um, so there's kind of six ways that they say that you can find happiness, right? Number one is to build and maintain good relationships. So good relationships keep us happier, healthy. And I think that's true. I mean, like, if you have good friends, if you're able to talk to them, if you're able to sort of have a nice time with your family and your peers and you have a close relationship, I think just talking to somebody, even in the most difficult situation in your life, can make a big difference to your well-being. So that's definitely, you know, without a doubt, something that you need to build and maintain good relationships. Um, number number two is know and use your strengths. I think this is it's quite an interesting one, actually, because sometimes people just um, lose perspective of just how good they are, actually, that there are lots of positive things about them. And you have to be aware of your strengths and, and then find opportunities to use them, especially, say, in the workplace. You know, while, you know, it can be energizing, your research suggests that you can improve your performance, enjoyment and happiness, things like that. But, but also in the home, you know what you're good at and you shouldn't kind of put yourself down on it, that you should just actually think, yeah, actually, you know what? My skills are communication. My skills are actually empathy, and I and I have those. And so, you know, pat yourself on the back for them. Um, and then number three is recognize and savor positive emotions. And I just have a bit of a sip. <laughs> um, it says that we often dwell on what we what has gone wrong in our lives rather than what is working well. And it says reflect on all you're grateful for. Forgive those against whom you have been holding a grudge and seek out activities that you enjoy. Positive emotions encourage other good feelings, such as joy, hope, and curiosity, and boost your capacity for satisfaction in life. I think that's really important. There are so many people, and, and we hear it all the time, you know, amongst families and friends and stuff, and they say that, oh, you know, so-and-so doesn't speak with their sister, or they're not really on talking terms, and they don't like going there, and they don't like to do this. And I think sometimes you have to kind of just let go a little bit. You have to think, mm -hmm. okay, well, what the exactly. hell? You know, <laughs> your life's too short to hold on to these things. Um, you know, so that serenity to, to accept the things that you cannot change, yeah, you know, and, yeah. uh, and the courage to change the things that you can, and but then the wisdom and to know the difference. Yeah, yeah, and then just to know the difference between the two and accepting the things you can change and things <coughs> you can't. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's right. Um, and number four is like find meaningful activities. Believing what we're doing um, matters is a crucial ingredient of happiness. So identify how your job makes positive difference in other people's lives or find opportunities to engage your passions and interests. Why not offer to help the community project or non-profit? Um, I think this aspect of this whole job thing, I think so many times people are in jobs where, you know, they get, they get sort of fed up of it and they're trudging along and they hate it. And, and I think sometimes you almost have to, uh, I've been in the situation um, once, I've been certainly in the situation once where I was in a job and I started to really dislike it and I found it really monotonous and I thought, oh, I don't know. And, and because there were, 
there were other options, but I didn't want to do those things at that point. So then it was almost like trying to make yourself fall in love again and trying to look at, okay, what are the positive aspects of this job? What are the things that I really, really like? And then you have to hold those up in front of yourself and then those kind of keep you going. And it does work. It certainly did. It gave me another like six, eight months. And then I thought, right now I've got to move on. But I was ready then to move on to something else. So so that's important. Um, number five is engage your self-compassion. It says compassion can flow in all directions simultaneously. We can experience compassion for others. Others can be compassionate towards us and we can direct compassion inward. Being kinder to ourselves and those around us can help us form a deeper connection and ultimately boost short-term and long-term happiness. So what do you reckon on that one? Are you kind of like, are you, uh, hard, are you hard on yourself or do you kind of understand that I've got a lot on my plate, I have to deal with that type thing? Yeah, I think I'm the, the latter because... I don't know. I, I get down on things very quick, very very quickly. But then I also manage to pick myself up quite quickly as well. I think that's important, and uh, to not that's dwell good. on things, and to you know, sort of think: is it, will it matter in five years' time? If it won't matter in five years' time, then it doesn't really matter, really, in the great yeah. scheme of things. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Because I mean, these things are just in passing. They happen, and then they put pull you down. But really, in the big picture of things will they really make a difference i don't think so so um number six is know ourselves better schedule enjoyable pastimes and habits into your day and take lessons learned to other areas of your life um i think this is really important that you know if there is something you take out that time to do it whether it's like whether you're going to be reading a book or you're going to listen to some music or you're going to go out and jog or you're going to do something just give yourself that time and you'll find that just um, this kind of leads on to some of the other things that just that sort of thing can be quite uplifting. So, for instance, these are sort of the other tips I have is like free and easy happiness tips, and I think those go hand to hand with this. Um, one of those is like smiling. It says, you know, it's very simple and powerful, and if you just try and smile you know, these feel-good chemicals like serotonin and dopamine um, affect your brain. And, you know, as long as there's genuine smiles, not fake smiles. But, you know, how often when you're walking in the street, I always tend to do that, though. I mean, when I walk in the streets where I see children or I see somebody walk by or somebody's getting in a bus, I will always smile at them. Whether somebody smiles back at me or not is another matter. But um, here sometimes in Hong Kong, people don't smile back and they think it's a bit suspect. Why are you smiling at me? Type thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but I know in the it's UK, people suspect. smile and they smile back and give you a nod and yeah. things like that. It does happen. So I think smiling is incredibly important. Um, and then it said um, also, you know, listen to somebody you care for for one to five minutes. So even if it's just you just become a little bit of a, a sounding board or something, just listen and and let them say what you want and you will feel much more much better for it because it's just again this whole thing about empathy and stuff mm. um and then there's this suggestion that they say do the iconic three good things exercise basically what this is is that towards the end of each day take notes in a gratitude journal we've we've talked about gratitude journals where you basically jot down you make mental notes on things that have been good for you during that day and write down about three to five good things that happened during the day and then ask yourself why these things happen 
Was it luck? Was it someone's kindness? Was it your kindness? Was it your hard work or your attitude? And and those kind of things maybe will put things in perspective in terms of, hey, yeah, I did actually do this and I did help somebody. Um, yeah, I, I think I feel better for it that I've helped, etc. Um, so that's quite an interesting one. And I think when you do reflect, you don't necessarily even need to put it down in writing but I think at the end of the day when you're going to bed instead of going through Facebook and falling asleep just kind of reflect on your day and say right what was good about it what should I do did I do all right could I approve something maybe there's something you didn't do quite right and you think okay tomorrow I'm going to make sure I don't do that Um, Mm -hmm. and then again this whole thing about scheduling at least one pleasurable activity each day Um, and then um, talking you know we were saying about people taking a break, going out for a jog and stuff. Um, A walk in nature has huge effects on your own positivity and your happiness. That if you're, you know, in Hong Kong, we're very lucky. We've got some lovely walks, especially now when the weather is good. Um, You can actually walk out there and and go for a hike and see nature around you. Um, And it's amazing how uplifting that can be because it just does calm you down to to get away from the noise and the traffic and things like that. Um, And count your blessings. When you're having a bad day, count your blessings. And, you know, I'm nodding because gratitude is really a really yeah, important part of feeling absolutely. that contentment and, and feeling happy, just, you know, being content with what you have and things, experiences that you've had. Mm. And that's something I suppose, you know, you probably are, are almost um, teaching your children that from the word go, aren't you? Because, I mean, kids, it's a really good thing to start very young with children for them to reflect and think, oh, well, you're very lucky that you've got this right because, you know, other people may not. And I think if you instill that in children very early on, then it will stay with them. Well, then if you tell the kids, oh, you're very lucky, they'll probably just roll their eyes. So before (laughs) bedtime, we just just do this thing where we go around um, in the family, just as we're tucking them to bed, we just say one thing that we were really happy about today or really grateful about. Because I think it's kind of nice to just go to bed on on a on a happy note. Yeah, of course, yeah. Absolutely. Because no, I'm sure lovely. you've been in. I mean, I've been in a position where you know I've I've had an argument with my husband, and you just like, oh gosh, I'm going to bed. Well, you know, thinking about you know, and then you just think, no, it's better to go to bed on a good no. note. So I just always yeah. want my kids to. So we just say something like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm really I'm really happy that today uh, uh, we got to take the bus home, and the bus came early. We didn't have to wait too long uh, for the school, mm. but or just something you know. It doesn't have to be yeah. a big thing. Or today we got no. ice cream, but it's just something Absolutely. happy that happened, or something no. positive. I think they say that you, you know, certainly before you go to bed, because that's almost like you're you're out for a number of hours and stuff, and what's gone almost goes in the in the previous day. But also sometimes, you know, when like you know you might have generally we have like busy mornings where people are getting ready to go to work they're rushing out somebody may have had an argument and then they don't talk to you and i always feel that like never leave anyone feeling bad never leave anyone in an argument like so if you've had an argument even whether it's with your children your siblings your you know whoever it is your friend when you leave them just make amends don't leave it on a bad note because god forbid like you just don't know what will happen tomorrow and you don't want to have any kind of regret in your heart that oh i wish i just said sorry i wish even like sometimes i think it's our pride and our ego which stops us from actually 
um, saying something to somebody and saying, listen, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Even when you know that you may have not actually done anything that wrong or whatever. But I think it's just nice because it's amazing just how much like something like sorry and thank you can make a difference to people's general positivity and happiness. That if somebody just says sorry, and then, and then chances are that when you do say sorry, um, there's a good chance that that person says, no, 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 you know, I'm sorry. It's my, it's my fault. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it just kind of opens the, the floodgates there where people then think, okay, we've let go of this. This is not about egos. This is just about being nice. So I think that's so important, just like you said, like, you know, going to bed in the night, making sure that you've looked on a positive note. But I think when they leave for school or when your husband leaves for work or when your partner is there and so just make sure that when you ever leave somebody, you leave them on a good note so that it's a kind of happy note, not one that you regret and you churn over throughout the day and think, oh, I should have said that, I should have said that. But, you know, we're such, I think humans can be so full of their ego and pride yeah. that they think, no, I could beneath me, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not so going to apologise, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like petty stuff. It's like, it's quite childish, but I mean, but that is, that is just how we are, that's our instincts, that's how we react. But I think it takes a lot more kind of energy to admit that, hey, look, I'm sorry, or thank you so much for doing that type thing. So, and that generally, I think, is makes you happier all around. If you feel like, okay, I did my bit, I've said sorry, now it's up to them, really. And it's okay if they accept it or not, that's fine. But at least I've cleared my heart <laughs> and I feel better for it. So. Yeah. I, I also want to add, you know, um, I think there's a lot of pressure in society, like social media in particular, you know, mm. put, puts on us to be happy and stuff. And one thing I try mm. to also tell tell my kids or well you know and also just growing up and and finding out that happiness doesn't have to be like a constant feeling it's it's okay not to feel happy all the time and it's okay not to feel cheerful all the time and and to be honest I think happiness also takes on different forms and I'm not sure if happiness is the right word but I think it takes on different forms like like we mentioned just now gratitude or or excitement or even I don't know like peace I think just feeling at peace and just feeling um, like, uh, not nothing, but, you know, just peace. (laughs) Um, I think that's a kind of... Serenity. Serenity, exactly. Exactly, feeling calm. I think that's in itself. I mean, I feel pretty happy if I'm I'm feeling at peace. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to be cautious about um, about social media. I, I noticed recently there's somebody that I kind of have on my Facebook page and stuff, and there's one particular person who posts lots of things about how she's not happy with things, and and so and so said this to her, or you know, and then she will she won't mention names, um, but she will say that oh I was at some event and somebody said this to me, and 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 you know the chances are if that person is on their Facebook page, <laughs> they will know it's them, exactly. and and I find it very hard to understand why people um, talk about these kind of things on a public forum like Facebook, you don't need to do that. You you know, I feel like it's not, because you don't know um, what situation the other person may be in. You don't know what effect it may have on somebody if you decide to slam them publicly or something. So I think we have and to also be a lot of misunderstandings cautious. can ha- can happen because yes. you, because somebody else might think it's them, but actually it's not. Them. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just it opens a whole can of worms, doesn't it? But I feel like you have to you have to treat social media with a little bit of discretion, and you have to just try and not 
be not wear your heart on your sleeve all the time. Like, you know, one minute you're happy and then you say, oh, I'm, yes, it's good that, yes, you are happy, that's great. But also you've got to understand that there are lots of people out there who perhaps are finding it difficult, have more challenges, and suddenly when they see this, it does, it's not a motivating factor. I mean, you know, they say that, like, you know, people generally find it hard to take other people doing well. <laughs> you know, it's really crazy, but... You know, so I think you have to be a little bit cautious. You have to just try and think about things. Um, we tend to be a bit impulsive sometimes. We write stuff on Facebook and and we just don't know the kind of long-term effects of it on somebody else. So uh, just a word of caution. I mean, be happy. You can be happy and be happy within your own group and things like that and express those things. But um, be careful that you don't hurt anyone in the process. Exactly. You're right, Sadia. Well, a very good topic indeed, and I look forward to uh, the next chinwag. I really hope you feel better and feel, yes, and feel happy. Be <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, lots of warm water and then <coughs> keep warm. Um, I hope you feel better. Thank you so much, Sadia, Thank for another you. great chinwag. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Bye.